Welcome to Christian Assembly, a family church. Since 1930, we've been serving the communities of Western Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia with the good news of Jesus Christ. With over 40 years of Bible teaching and ministry experience, Pastor Bill brings faith-filled revelation from God's Word. We believe with you, wherever you are, that God will inspire and change your life through the following teaching. For more information about Christian Assembly, follow us on social media or visit our website at cafamily.net. One, one Hamas individual was interviewed and he talked about how they just went in a room where all these children were crying. They just opened up the door and killed them all to get them to stop crying. It's incomprehensible. You can understand war being between nations and, you know, uh, military forces. But when you have children and you just go into a room and just destroy them, kill them. Uh, and I guess one was placed in an oven a child placed in an oven, burned alive, just cooked. It's incomprehensible. You almost feel guilty to have what we have. And you think about the sufferings of these wonderful people, believers that are there that love the Lord, trying to bring others to Christ, and that's what they're going through. Now, quickly, if you got your notes there, just, I'll just quickly, this is on my heart for us to do. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12, we know we have a warfare that we're in. Not against flesh and blood, but principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. We know that. And this highly organized host of unseen demon powers plan out strategies like these to destroy human lives and to devour people, especially believers. And the thing is, the good news is that we are not alone. We got the greater one on our side. And also we have the resource he provides for us, and that is angelic beings. As a matter of fact, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, let's read that verse. Look at what it says. Are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? Notice the word serve, to serve them. They've been sent to serve us, to minister for us, because we are the heirs of salvation. Right now, we have angels by our side. Right now, we have angels ready to do our bidding. And they want to be active and actively involved in what's going on in the affairs of life. But it's important we understand how to dispatch them. As a matter of fact, we know that Michael and Gabriel assisted Daniel when he prayed out his prayer. We also know that uh, an unnamed angel assisted Jesus when Jesus was in the garden at the rock. And a man by the name of Dr. Glenn Burris, a district supervisor to the Foursquare Church International, he said there was a, an angel that said to him, he didn't know, it was 3 o'clock in the morning, he was sleeping, and he heard the voice of this angel saying to him, your house is on fire. He got up and looked around, and he fell back to sleep. He didn't smell any smoke. Second time, same thing happened. Third time, this angel said to him, your house is on fire, and it's the last time I'm going to warn you. That got his attention. He got up, opened up the door to see flames. Went out and got his garden hose and was able to put the thing out. But he realized and recognized the fact that angels on assignment, angels can get involved in assisting us and helping us. And we can learn how to activate them. Matter of fact, one of the things we know that they do is protect us. We also know that they guide us. 
We know that they also encourage us, that they strengthen us, empower us, deliver us. Remember, Peter got delivered out of jail by an angel. So those angelic beings are moving about in the earth even today. And I believe as we draw close to the end of this age, we see an influx of uh, evil spirits and moving in, in many, many different ways and, and just doing, wreaking havoc with people's lives. Well, I believe there's going to be a, a tremendous increase in angelic manifestations as we call upon the Lord to dispatch these angels or we ourselves release them to minister for us because we're heirs of salvation. In 2 Kings chapter 6, notice these verses. Remember when that Dothan, that the prophet's servant, Cried out, fear, cried out and said, what are we going to do with all this army surrounding us? Fear not, for they be with us are more than they that be with them. I like hearing those words, don't you? Amen. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open up his eyes. Oh, Lord, open up our eyes. To see beyond this natural world that we live in, to know that there is a spiritual realm where angels are just waiting to be dispatched. And the Lord opened up his eyes and a young man saw a young man, and he saw. And what did he see? He saw a host of angels. Behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Isn't that something? Open up our eyes, Lord, to see that there's more to be with us than to be with them. Um, we all need God to open up our eyes so that we can also experience the same deliverance that comes to us by angels. So we can get them involved in our affairs. And how do we do that? I listed three things at least that we can do. Acknowledge their existence. Remember this verse in Psalm 91? He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They'll bury you up in their hands lest thou dash a foot against a stone. That's what the devil tried to use to trick Jesus. But you know what? We need to acknowledge their presence. There are angels here tonight. There are angels in this room tonight. There's an angel when you're in your car when you drive home. Make room for him. Amen? They're there. I saw my angel coming down the highway, and I asked the Lord to dispatch angels to help me that night. You know, sometimes that happens, and you see that, and then you go, wow. Why this natural part of us seems to think, at first I thought I was going to kill him and run him over. Then I realized I just drove through my angel. Huh. But he has charge. It was a bad storm, and he had charge over us to do what? To bear us up in their hands, lest we dash our foot against a stone. Next is to respect their functions. Look at Exodus chapter 23. I'm going to send an angel before you to protect you on the way and bring you to the place I prepared. Be attentive to him. Listen to his voice. Do not defy him, because he will not forgive your acts of rebellion, for my name is in him. Wow. But if you'll carefully obey him and do everything I say, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and a foe to your foes. My angel will go before you and bring you to the land of the Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Canaanites, Hivites, Jebusites, Termites, and I will wipe them out. Amen? Did you get that? Listen to the voice of the angel. They, they provide enlightenment as well. And then activate their ministry. And this, this is a verse I really love. Psalm 103 and verse 20. Activate their ministry. Bless. Affectionately, gratefully praise the Lord, you as angels, you mighty ones who do his commandments, hearkening to the voice of his word. Angels hearken to the voice of God's 
word. As a matter of fact, let's look at this uh, last scripture, next to the last scripture, Ecclesiastes 5. Suffer not your mouth to cause your flesh to sin, neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. Wherefore should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? Man, if that doesn't sell some duct tape, I don't know what does. How about you? So, who gives voice to the Word of God? Here's the Word of God. I don't hear anything. Who gives voice to it? We do. When we give voice to the Word of God, what do angels do? They listen. They hearken to the voice of His Word. And so, thank God. Now, the, the Hebrew word for voice there is Q-O-L in the Hebrew, and it means to call aloud. So when we call aloud, they hearken to the voice of his word. When the word is spoken, it means when a command is given. And remember that verse in Matthew? I know when, when you pre preach something like this, some of the people that are just, I don't know, maybe too theological in their thinking, they want to reject it. But look at this verse. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to chasten yourself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for your words. Wow. Daniel. Gabriel's talking to him, and he says, I came because of what you said. That's amazing. I've come for your words. The words we speak, the angels hear, they listen to. Well, we need to get that deep into our souls. And finally, look at this challenge that we all have to face. I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. You know, we can loose the ministry of angels to minister for us because we're the heirs of salvation. We can. So can we do that tonight? And all that we prayed for all what's going on there. Father, we thank you for dispatching from heaven angelic intervention. Angels of God, go forth. Go forth. Minister to the needs of all these people. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you for moving in power.